Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at
So should we wrap it up by talking about Angel? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Angel. Angel. By Foxwild. Angel is also an interesting one. Because this was another moment, I think this is the, I would maybe say the third installment of Fox Wild. So if we had Soap as our first installment and Life as our kind of second bridge. Transition. Our transition. Angel. And Strangers on the Run ties into Angel um, because Angel we wrote as our third installment as, as Fox Wild, but it was in the dry spell of writing again. We hadn't written for a good amount of time it was probably a couple months couple months for music for fox wild songs for fox wild but yeah we're always writing but i think when you try to try to sit down like sit down and write for yourself it becomes a task so angel happened suddenly i had gone to uh see def leppard and journey okay yeah, so I, I went with my best buddy. I called him up and I go, hey, we met these girls that we were out and they came up and to talk to us. And we were blown away because we had never had that happen. We were like, what are you talking to us for? And we were just, we were, we were stunned. And, and we had a great time with them. And they asked us for our numbers. It was so... We weren't. They so, weren't. You're in Fox Wild. Can I talk to you? Yeah. They had no idea that you were in Fox Wild. No, 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 okay. not at all. They were okay. just. They were just really friendly girls, and, okay. and they were. And, and I was with my buddy this night. And you were and friendly guys. I guess so. <laughs> and so I, I told my buddy. I said, "Hey, Journey and Def Leppard's playing. Let's go to. Let's go to a concert with them." We went, we had a good time, uh, you know, we didn't, nothing came of the, you know, but it was a great time. We had a, but I was blown away by the show. I was just like, Whoa, you know, this music is crazy, you know? And two days later, I picked up the guitar and I played this riff and I was trying to hash out the riff for hours. I mean, literally hours. I, I went in, I think at eight in the morning and I didn't come out until one with something wow. finally had a, just the riff just the opening riff like i was really because i knew there was something but i'm like there has to be this thing there and i had the riff got it showed michael and that was when we we started getting the song going and we figured out the chorus riff together we had that dan 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 so we did that together laid that down uh michael had left and i just from one sing, I have a voice note of it, of a voice note of it, of just the whole chorus, just angel. I, I know there's something on your heart tonight. That whole chorus was there, like just written. And then the genius came in again and Michael was like, what was that? that's you. <laughs> what you do, you, you come in at like, you know, the most crucial points because it's taking it five steps further than where it can be. And this was the start of really where our record is going, uh, where our live show is. Angel started, you know, he came in with, I had the melodies, kind of, and we called them the shotgun verse. But those yeah. lyrics, Michael was very specific and particular about how he was placing the lyrics. I mean, if you want to yeah, talk I mean, on, they took, on, they, on that, that the, front part, just that front, <laughs> the verse, front lyric. The verse actually came pretty quickly because it was this, it was this energy and I could feel it. And it was where our live show was going. Cause just to kind of like digress a little bit, but 
um, the live show is so high energy. And some of the songs we were playing that were earlier on weren't that high energy. And people were always like, man, these songs are like, they're like rock and roll and they sound so different than, than the record. And it was cause it was like go time and we would hit stage and play these songs. So when this song, when Dimitri started writing this, I was like, this is like, this is perfect for a live show. This just sounds like our live show. So those lyrics came actually pretty quick in the beginning. <laughs> and yeah, they was just like, it was like rattling. It was almost like rapping. It was like, it was, you know, like in my mind, it was almost like Aerosmith, you know, like he's just like so quick and it's always kind of a tongue twister, but we had to duplicate that for the second verse. So the second verse actually took longer because it was like, we need that same energy it's and that boldness and that, you know, bombastic. I'll, I'll admit I put him through the ringer. I was, uh, well, that's also part of, our, part of our process. I'll be sitting over there like, you know, writing lyrics and I'm like, okay, well, should I, should I say this one? Is this we one bounce one? off <laughs> together. We, we usually throw lyrics out, but when he gets quiet, yeah. I know he's thinking of things. Yeah. So when he's quiet, he's clearly got some stuff, but he's just like, I don't know. Is and it then, good enough? Is it, you know, is it, is it right? Cause sometimes, always, you know, we're, we're, pretty, pretty hard on it. We're pretty hard on each other when we're writing. Cause we want it to be, you know, we want it to be great. So we don't hold any punches, you know, with each other. We've definitely, that's one of the great things about being brothers, being yeah. siblings is we, I can we, punch them in the face. And <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, go get lunch and we're fine. I mean, it, it does. I think it's like, it's hard being sometimes when you write with other people, you want to save feelings and, and sometimes you're not getting to the best thing you can get because you're, you know, you're, you're trying to be kind and, 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 and diplomatic about the situation. I think with us, it's kind of like, Hey man, that's not going <laughs> to fly here. That's not going <laughs> to fly here. What do we got? What else you got? And I think he wrote five different versions of the second verse. Okay. So I think, and then with everything we've talked about today, going back to our schooling in pop music and writing, this is kind of the, the epitome of what like, everything we've learned in a sense. It also comes a lot from our father. I mean, yeah. he, cause we talk about going back and forth between us two. He's the third member of Fox. He, he's the third. Oh, is he really? Oh, he yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, he when is. we, when we're, you know, when we write a chorus, when we have some kind of a song, you know, he hears it. We play it for him. And he's always like, let me hear what you got. You know, like play me stuff. That's very, that's nerve wracking. Yeah. Playing for your dad. Oh, Pablo Cruz. Oh yeah. Well, he, it's, it's, yeah, it's just, he's got a pulse on, you know, songwriting and, and yeah. great songwriting and, and catchy songwriting. And that's where it's hard because we're so headstrong and it's like, oh yeah, dad. Yeah. 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 But like deep down, you know, he'll give his notes. He'll he's, say, you know, right. you should do this, that, and yep. the other. And we go, no, it's like, it's this is what it's supposed to be. And then we and go, then we'll do our thing. Take us 15 hours to do it. Waste of time. And then we go, God, he was right. Yeah. We should do what he was saying. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> and we end up doing, you know, the little, you know, whatever it is and those little, but to, to what you were saying about our songwriting and everything and how it was formed, that is very much, you know, what we learned. You know, we learned it from our dad. We learned it from, you know, Andreas and being in the room with all these great pop producers and songwriters. They took, they would take forever on lyrics just to sound good. And, Except and, for I want it that way. Yeah. They just let that one slide. <laughs> that but, came right out. Yeah. Well, those, the story on that is those are dummy lyrics. So if you listen to it, none of it makes sense. I don't, I never want to hear you say, I want it that way. It's like, what is that? 
it doesn't but you know <laughs> yeah i mean they they but the thing we learned with them is they, they everything needs to sound good like it, it it doesn't matter if it makes sense necessarily right if it sounds good perfect you know, examples that's you all. know to, to just listening it yeah. to it because they would go in and they would sing stuff that's just gibberish. Yeah, I call that the invisible language of songwriting. Yeah. You know, uh, it's that combination of the words and sounds. Yeah, yeah. right. Would and, you con- would you consider that the melody? Right. Well, you or, have a melody, but yeah, right. you know, there's tone, there's pitch, there's there's yeah. right. there's different elements of sound, and there's different instruments. Yeah. In that you use to make sound. Yeah. And then there's these words, these lyrics, and you combine yeah. them and it's this invisible language yeah it's a very interesting thing because you have you know like what what they call like the the western writers like the you know like bob dylan and stuff who he didn't really rhyme all the time or like his lyrics were just like it was poetry right and it was very in depth and it, the the things he was saying had meaning and depth where you know you listen to some pop music and there's not really like too not much always. going on there, but it, but some of the you know the words they're using, they're choosing them for yeah. a certain reason because they sound good. And like I think they just they have this you know it's like a I don't know it's 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 this sound when you say certain words that just cut through the but music. But it's, it's specific things that lock into our head of sayings that to that point that sound good, but you wouldn't normally. Uh, say it in a normal conversation. And I, and I think we, it's just like um, one of the uh, the best examples that I can think of on the top of my head is Cake by the Ocean. Have you heard this song? No. Okay, so it's a song uh, by a band called DNCE, but it was written by some Swedish writers called Matt, Man, and Robin. And they're amazing producers and writers and Justin Tranter as well. Yeah. Um, but they were in a session and they were asking, what's that drink, Cake by the Ocean? And they were thinking sex on the beach. <laughs> and that's one of those things where... It's like a great title. It's a like, great title. Like, and, <laughs> and I think people sometimes talk down on... I was just thinking MacArthur Park as I did review. Like, <laughs> no. someone left the cake out in the rain. <laughs> like, that, that line never made sense to me. <laughs> you know, it's like a hit song. But like, major hit song. those like, things are like, what makes I don't think songs. I can take it. They left the cake out in the rain. And yeah. It took so long to bake it. Yeah. You know, right? It's like, <laughs> but that's one of the brilliant things of, of pop writing is that it seems so dumb, seems so simple, but it's so effective. And it's so, and I think that was kind of at that time, soap was, was kind of our, our, uh, our process of trying to figure out how do we take soap, a bar of soap and turn that into a, a, uh, a concept that feels relatable. Yeah. So uh, the second verse that you blabbered over, is this the one? And now I'm looking up as she calls out my name to come. I don't believe in fate, mm-hmm. but God sent her from up above Yeah. <laughs> a single revelation of religion. I am saved. I am saved. Yeah. Yeah, it was very religious overtones to right? say the least, so, right? Like, like this, this is these two girls that are hitting on you in a bar. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I get you. Well, it's a religious experience of sorts when it yeah. happens to a guy. I think it was. So I think that his 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 uh, encounter with the girls it was mostly like 
the Def Leppard and stuff. That's where this. Oh, oh, you were you were talking about the oh, the, 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 the two the two <laughs> girls where I went to Def Leppard with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh no. Well, that was that story I just told mainly because <laughs> I saw Def Leppard and in this Journey. Has... This doesn't actually this doesn't song relate to this religious no, experience. No, that's it, not a religious experience for you. Two well, girls hitting on you in a bar. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> the religious experience. I can I see how that can. Ah, uh, that I can see. Calls out makes... my name to come over. Uh, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, oddly enough, that's weird. That's what I was saying. I was reading into that. No, I I'm think reading too was, much into it. Huh? That, no, 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 no. You're right. I think so. So the actual, like the lyrics and stuff. I mean, I know, like, so I was just starting to date this girl, and and she she's my girlfriend now, but she didn't want to have anything to do with me, and I was just like infatuated with her. And you actually were just just met your girlfriend. Mm, maybe, yeah, yeah. You just, you just yeah. met your girlfriend. So we were going through kind of this like infatuation <laughs> period like, uh, <laughs> of our, of, she's going to kill yeah, me. She's gonna kill you. Yeah. Way to go. You should have just, just owned up to that one. She, that was a religious experience for you, I'm sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but we were, you know, we, we were, uh, we were going. Through, You're you know, saved. Yeah. Yeah. We were going through these things and, and it was very much, uh, it was kind of like an I'm saved moment. I mean, my girlfriend, like, you know, she, she definitely like, I was very infatuated with her and I was, you know, before I met her, I was like going out a bunch and like partying and stuff. But like when I met her, I was like, man, just like, just hang out with me. Like, let me take you to dinner. It was this, you know, and she, uh, Angel. I, yeah, she she was really that kind of a person. So does she me. know that you wrote this about her? Or? Oh yeah, she okay. knows that all the songs that so like I always about ask, love her. <laughs> so so you wrote this about a girl, and yeah. then you yeah. sing this for the girl. How does she react? Is like ah, you know. No, she's she's uh. How did you react? <laughs> she 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 comes to all our shows. Okay. So, but I never. Sit down. How'd she react? Yeah, first, time, <laughs> first time you sing the song. That you, that, do you tell her you wrote? Hey, I wrote this song about you. She's kind of like, yeah, whatever. You she, know, really, like, it's yeah, like yeah, that nonplussed attitude. It she, doesn't like, oh, it's another one of your songs. No, she won't. Find it's better it. than soap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting in the bathtub with you. Yeah. No, she won't like fawn over me just because I tell her I wrote a song for her. She's like, you probably use that, that doesn't line. work. I you, always you, thought you, that would work for the songwriter. She's yeah. like, you've used that line way too many to times. Me, like, it's not to me, it's a taboo. Yeah. I I I keep it very like. You don't tell the girl you wrote it about her. No, 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 no. Never. No, Never. no, no. Because it's got to keep it. You know, this is my diary. It's you know, make I'm it not universal gonna, for everybody. Yeah, it but should also, be about everybody. Yeah, but every also, you know, it's like there's a uh, there's this therapeutic way of writing and you know keeping it kind of interpreted for everybody right because i feel like if you if you if right. you universal if you give yeah if you give your cards out right away it's kind of like all right well we know what you know what that's about <laughs> got it <laughs> you know got it. angel anything we want to say else we want to say on angel uh, I, mean, I think that's the, the it's a good tune. The, yeah, the new beginning. It's not out yet. Okay, so that's the when's it coming out? That is coming out in the spring. On so what's your album? So we're we're looking to release this as a single, and then we're finishing the album, which is very much in line with you know this song and and almost strangers on the run. Strangers on the run is kind of a precursor to all this new music. That we're gonna start releasing. We still play it live, though. We yeah, love, we, we we do play it live. So if you come out to a show, 
you'll be able to hear that song. Great. Well, I have to thank you, Michael and Dimitri thank Larios you very much. from the band Fox Wild. Thank you. Thank and, you. And uh, hopefully you had a good time here. We did. Yeah. We did. Thank you very much. Thank you. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big